Welcome to the Residential Movement. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Maciejewski, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for dental home care. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering dental services at the residences of patients who are best served at home. Listen in as we talk dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more, and learn how you can become a part of the Residential Movement. 14% of Americans experience chronic neck pain, while 67% of dentists do. 27% of Americans report experiencing chronic lower back pain, while 65% of dentists do. So why do dentists experience chronic pain at rates that are way higher than the average population? It's simple. You already know that dentistry doesn't lend itself to good posture. This is why we're all taught about ergonomic techniques and given posture guidelines during dental school. Poor ergonomics won't just lead to neck and back pain. They can lead to a whole host of musculoskeletal disorders, carpal tunnel syndrome, trigger finger, numbness of the hands and arms, the list goes on and on. Still, at the end of the day, we're all going to do whatever we have to do to treat patients. So even though we know the risks, the average dentist spends 60,000 hours in awkward stances throughout their working lifetime. That's more than six years in extremely uncomfortable positions. I'm reporting statistics about average chairside dentists because I actually don't know the rates for house call dentists. There are just so few of us. But my personal experience leads me to believe that house call dentists could experience even more awkward positioning and the subsequent consequences just because of the nature of the job. I would say ergonomics is one of the biggest challenges I face as a house call dentist. Chairside docs think that they have it tough, They can move a patient in a typical dental chair however they need to. They can masterfully set up their workspace so that they only have to move between 7 and 12 o'clock. This is not the case for house call dentists. Our patients are medically complex, so at home, our patients are usually staying in their hospital bed, wheelchair, or recliner. They can't move to accommodate you. You want them to be comfortable, so you're moving to accommodate them. In addition to moving to accommodate patients, You're bending to carry, unpack, and repack equipment after each visit. Then, you lift this equipment into your vehicle, drive off, and do it all over again. The physical toll of being a house call dentist should not be underestimated. This is why I limit how many visits I do each day. Heck, this is why I still spend a few hours each week chairside. If you're curious about how to schedule your day so that you can offer care in a sustainable way, Grab my free scheduling template called A Day in the Life of a House Call Dentist at residentalmovement.com slash a day in the life. So yes, there is a significant physical component of house call dentistry to consider. If you're going to make dental house calls, we should talk about the ways we can combat chronic pain and long-term health problems. Here are my top three ergonomic considerations for house call dentists. One, maintain a neutral position while you're working. As a house call dentist, you'll spend a lot of time standing. Stand as upright as possible. Stand with legs at least shoulder-width apart to provide a stable base. If a patient is in a hospital bed, see if you can raise up the bed to avoid bending. If the patient is in a recliner, let them recline as far back as they comfortably can. The more reclined the patient is, the easier the appointment will be for you. If the patient is in a wheelchair but is somewhat mobile, ask if they'd be willing to lay on their couch and place their neck on the arm of the couch. This is more like a traditional dental chair position, so when the patient is in this position, grab a seat and sit upright while you treat them. 
Finally, during extractions, keep your forearm perpendicular to your torso. Don't take your elbow off of your body because that's not a neutral position. Number two, use appropriate instruments. Pull out your mirror and use indirect vision whenever possible to avoid having to bend. Use loops and a headlight. The light following you throughout your procedure stops you from having to reach for another light source. Reaching is not a neutral controlled position. At a certain distance, the magnification of the loops can aid your posture by alleviating the need to bend for a more magnified view. Number three, be thoughtful about case selection. Just because you're able to offer a particular service doesn't mean that every patient is a candidate for each service. If the patient has to sit upright and has a very limited opening, you might not be able to safely perform, let's say, a posterior op. Electing to refer this procedure or offer an alternative like SDF is not only safer and more comfortable for your patient, it's safer for you and your back, too. Work hours can't be the only time that you're thinking about your physical health. You've got to think about it all the time. I want to share four things that you can do outside of work to prevent injuries that come from poor ergonomics. Number one, stretch before and after work. The same is true for any exercise. Stretch at the beginning and end of your very physical workday. Some useful stretches include moving your chin back to your chest to relieve your neck from the feeling like your face is being pulled forward. I'm realizing that maybe explaining stretches on a podcast is a little bit difficult, so I'm going to spare you the weird explanations and recommend that you find some free YouTube videos about dental stretches. Number two, sleep well. For me, this is way easier said than done. I personally struggle with getting enough sleep. Sometimes I'm up late working and I only get five or six hours of sleep. I know that this is terrible and irresponsible. Our bodies need time to rest and recharge so that we can perform at our highest level. So I'm working on making sure that I get a full eight hours because a lack of sleep will catch up with me eventually. Make sure to sleep in a healthy position too. Falling asleep awkwardly on the couch can cause pain because your back or neck might have been stuck in a goofy position overnight. Use quality mattresses and pillows to sleep with good posture. You spend a third of your life sleeping, so make sure it's a quality experience. Number three, exercise regularly. You don't need to be a professional athlete or bodybuilder to be a house call dentist, but a basic level of fitness will prevent workplace injury. I'm a big fan of running, yoga, and skiing. I actually just took my first gymnastics class, too. These exercises help me with balance and core strength, which are great for helping me maintain good posture throughout the workday. But you don't have to do those exercises. Do whatever you enjoy doing. You've got to find an activity that you love. Do you like lifting weights? Then you're a much better person than I am. I hate lifting. But if you're into it, you're in luck because lifting helps with bone density. Whatever exercise you choose to do, it will help you avoid injuries. Number four, visit a massage therapist. I've been getting massages for the past few months, and I found it to be incredibly helpful. Not only do I feel more relaxed afterward, but the massage therapist usually has super helpful feedback. They can feel where you're holding all of your tension. They can feel where the knots are in your back. So maybe you think massage therapy is woo-woo, but their feedback can actually give you great insight into what type of stretching you should be doing every day. Plus, if you're experiencing pain and your doctor recommends massages, you can write them off as a tax deduction. And I am all about the tax deductions. Hopefully, you feel armed with some information about the physicality of house call dentistry and some things you can do in order to stay strong for your patients. I hope you'll use this info to take care of yourself so that you can continue to provide the best dental home care possible to your patients.
If you aren't interested in pursuing dental home care yet, but want to support the cause, consider donating to the Home Smile Care Foundation. This is an organization founded by myself and my loved ones in order to increase access to dental home care. Your contributions will help patients who are best served at home, but who cannot afford the dental home visit. Visit homecaresmilefoundation.org. Thanks for tuning in to our discussion about the importance of considering ergonomics as a house call dentist. I appreciate you. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe to stay updated and leave me a review. If you know someone who could benefit from this info, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel the residential movement. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.